Once again, how are you, one and all, my little roaches? Welcome back to the Roach Motel. It is the Josh Potter Show. I'm Josh Potter. Thank you for joining me once again. Want to let you know, go over to Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. Follow along there. Go in the old link tree in the bio, and there you'll find tickets to shows. I'm coming all over the place in the next few months. Coming up first... May 19th, I'm going to be in Indianapolis at Helium Comedy Club. June 2nd, I'll be in Philadelphia at Helium Comedy Club. Then in July, going to be in San Diego at the brand new Mic Drop Comedy Club. And in August, coming to Zanies in Chicago. All those four are on sale. We'll have more trickling in as time goes on here. Also on Twitter, at J underscore Potter. And on Patreon just five bucks a month you get a whole nother podcast added onto this plus other special treats like the milwaukee incident a one hour special <laughs> putting it in quotes because it's barely comedy it's more like a hostage situation turned good so check that out on the patreon another show that i have coming up here in the next couple of weeks is with my very lovely guest it's going to be 420 Big 420 show in Burbank, California at the nightcap. Me, Sarah Weinshank, who's to my left. What's up, everyone? Kim Congdon's going to be there. Ryan Sickler, Beth Stelling. It's going to be a hell of a show. And those tickets are on sale. They will sell out. So please to be buying them ASAP. How are you, Sarah? I'm so good. I'm happy to be here in the Roach Motel. What else would you like to plug? Uh, guys, check out my podcast, Shank. That's my solo podcast. I also have a new podcast with Kim Congdon called This Bitch, which is a really fun show. And uh, you can follow me at Princess Shank for all different show dates. I'll be, I'll be everywhere. So hell yeah, find me there. Hell to the yeah. Now uh, I was talking about this kind of lamenting in it a bit before we got started. I finally went to a doctor mm-hmm. and I'm having surgery on my back to get the whole the thing Dr. Drew made a YouTube video out of all of that I'm getting it removed from my back it's a bit of a more lofty surgery than I was made to <laughs> made to uh, believe at first there's a lot more involved with it and um I don't know I got the insurance and I Went on the insurance website to pick the doctor like everyone told me. I picked the, f- the guy closest to my house, the first one on the list. Okay. And uh, I called the doctor. Mm-hmm. The doctor picked up himself. I don't like that. That's the first red flag. That's what I said. But someone was like, well, that's actually really good. He's like really attentive then. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. I'm talking to the doctor, not like he doesn't have like a lady or whatever that picks up the phone or anything like that. And I schedule an appointment. I go to the appointment near my house. I walk right there. It's perfectly close. It's wonderful. I go into the place. It's just him in like a room. This is the room. Does this room... A room... I think I don't like this for you. That's the whole aesthetic. (laughs) And then, by the way, the doctor, an ancient, doddering old man. He's the one who's going to perform the surgery on me. In this room? No, 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 no. In a hospital. Okay, well, that makes it better because there's something about this room. I don't know what it is. I don't like the energy of this room. This room, let me tell you the, I don't know if this will have to be 
edited for the nice boy clock or not, but it is a medical procedure, so please to be just keeping that in mind, YouTube. This man made me lay on that table, face down, and spread my asshole open. No, on that table? Yeah, just like lay face down, and he goes, just keep it going, because what he did was he like entered my back at the top of the mass that has to be removed, Uh and then he entered it at the bottom, which is like through my like the top of my ass basically uh-huh just to see like how how big it like to do like the measurements or whatever uh-huh and i didn't know what he was doing i just felt something going on back there and he goes spread them like and it, it was very <laughs> and i'm like not a prude so i'm like if this guy wants to like molest me or whatever then i guess i'll learn my lesson yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah 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 so i'm just like my i've got my ass cheeks just spread open yeah. while he explores and it's very uncomfortable and uh, he comes out and he goes, okay, so I put this through the top and this through the bottom and they met each other. And he's showing me just like metal instruments. I'm like, you just put those in my body? No. And he was like, yeah. And then he just like threw them in a box. And I'm like. Wait, wait, what? Did it hurt? It was uncomfortable. I didn't know he was doing that. Prodding Yeah. it with. It didn't go in my asshole or anything. It was like in the, the parts of like where the mass is. Okay, that checks out. So. It's giving me bad guy no vibes. Well, that was what it was like. And so, I mean, this man, I <laughs> wish I got a picture of the doctor muttering through this uh, office because I just, he doesn't inspire surgeon. And like when I see us, when I want to, if I were to picture a surgeon, I would picture like a young, steady hand man. <laughs> yeah, steady hand for sure. But like I was, re- I went on the internet after I left here, and I was reading about this doctor, and people gave him great reviews. Now, they were from a couple of years ago, but it was like, <laughs> I don't know. There, uh, you know, I was reading all about this doctor, and it's like he's very accomplished, but it's like, why doesn't he have a secretary? COVID, baby. Maybe, but it's just him in this office. He's doing all the forms. I. No. I had to pay him cash for like the copay. I had to go I had to go to an ATM to get the the money for the copay. Was this a drug deal or a doctor? Well, that's toilet? what I'm saying. It's just <laughs> So I'm having like immense anxiety about it. It's like should I just go to a different one? Would I feel better if it was a more sterile like situation where I go in and it's a very like uh, I don't know, cosmopolitan where like I go in and there's a woman in a window and she gives me all the things and then I go see the doctor for five minutes or should I think that this is actually an advantage because this guy gives more of a shit because he's so like involved. This is what I would do. Okay. First of all, I like my doctors to be Jews. Okay, this guy's actually Middle Eastern, which I'm down with. He's Egyptian. Okay. okay. So that's like, that makes me go like, my father's from Egypt. He doesn't really like Egyptian people, but I don't care. I can look past that. He actually, he's like, you're Greek, huh? I'm like, yeah. And uh, he also has a certificate that he can practice medicine in both Canada and America, which is actually, as I read, a rare thing. That's actually quite the achievement. Okay, okay, now that you're listing his accolades, I'm feeling different. I think I judged too hard based on the aesthetic of the room. That's the thing. The aesthetics of this whole office are <laughs> very saw. Like, am I going to have my liver put into a box and shipped into the black market? It's very. And he's just so old and kind of doddering. You're like, this man's going to perform. I don't know if I would trust this man to drive a car, let alone like when you just see him. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. kind of large. He's round. He's kind of muttering about. I don't know if I, I <laughs> if I saw him, I go, that man drives. Oh, Lord. 
let alone the fact that he's going to perform surgery on my back near my spinal cord. Well, what I love about your you is that you decided to wear those shorts to the to <laughs> well to the doctor. I don't care. I just <laughs> they look like yeah. board shorts. They are. They? <laughs> yeah, they're totally board shorts. <laughs> Drop your board shorts and well, spread yeah, those I had cheeks. To, exactly. <laughs> it was a good thing I wore them too because I just had to pull them. If I had jeans on, I would have been a mess in there. That's true. But yeah, no, I had uh, I was up over on that table, bent over. But yeah, the uh, the office isn't inspiring. The office, I mean, like let's paint it. Let's get a curtain. The blinds read psych ward, and I've been. Well, that's the thing. It's very <laughs> strange in there. It's very, and then like you go out into the the waiting area. It's a folding chair that he like pull. He's like sit here, and he puts out a folding chair for you, and you're like, all right. And then you just fill out the insurance. He's got stacks of papers on his desk, like doctors do, but usually they're in cabinets. The files. <laughs> he has just raw files out on the desk. So I don't know. It's like that's the thing. I'm kind of in my brain about do I go to a place that's more of like a because those places can be chop shops too you know what I mean where it's more of like a this guy sees you for 10 minutes and he's like all right I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'll see you later this guy gave me the whole rundown he knows everything now I feel like he knows everything about the situation it's just I want to see him like cut up a chicken cutlet or something and just go okay he's got a steady hand you know what I mean I don't know if I yeah bring over a turkey for him to carve and if he successfully does that... Watching him fill out the paperwork, he was like this. <laughs> I go, this man's going to cut into my back. <gasps> I don't know. I'm Ooh, like, I, I have a know. hard time trusting any doctors, which is not a good I trait. can't trust. That's the thing. That's why I'm asking this decision. I'm going back and forth. Kirsten, what are you you hearing all of this? What do you think? You're a, also a fellow non-doctor haver. Well, I will announce I did finally get insurance and a doctor, so I did make a step in the right direction. Nice. But I will also say, the first thing that stands out about this picture is the floor is really, really dirty, but under the sink it's looking clean. Well, that's the so, thing. I was like, how about a how about a Swiffer up in here, and let alone a fucking... You were like saying like some paint on the walls. I go, how about how about just getting a Swiffer in there? So yeah, I mean, I mean, if he like if he preps you and cleans you better than he does the floor on this, and you might be good. You might not Fuck have any infections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we gotta hope that he treats me better than the f- the floor in his office. But yeah, so I'm very uh, yeah. I I my ref- my referral by the way is said Doctor Drew Pinsky, and he goes Doctor Drew Pinsky. I wonder if he's the same Doctor Pinsky I know, and I'm like probably. Okay, well, if you got But he doesn't know that Dr. Drew from... He goes, back in the... He was talking about, like, back in the day. So I got to... He goes, how old is he? I go, he's probably in his... I don't know how old is Dr. 60-something. And he was like, I wonder if it's the same man. And I'm like, I'll ask him. (laughs) Because I'd love his opinion on this person. Because I asked him, I go, can I make a wrong decision when it comes to picking a doctor? Especially off my insurance website. And he was like... No, it's not the way. It's not like buying a car or something like that. But it, but it totally is. I feel like it's even more important. Well, it's definitely more important. But I'm saying, like, I go, can I make a wrong choice? You can. I mean, it's the neuroses that that affects. <clears throat> well, the... you know what I've talked about in therapy. I said, uh, yeah. I go. I often assume I'm going to make the wrong choice. That's why this decision is tough for me to do myself. I want someone to make it for me. Is it because you've made some poor choices in the Always. past? Always. <laughs> Every decision I've ever made. 
No, I get it. I get that. Well, you know what you can do? You can just pick another doctor and compare the experiences. That's true, I guess. But I've already like now I'm just waiting for him to give me. I, I feel like I'm already committed. And now I feel like I'm going to like hurt his feelings. Oh, see, I'm shameless. When I don't mind. I don't mind hurting a doctor's feelings if I'm not trusting their vibes. It's like I want to trust him. I just don't know. I'm like, because here's the thing. I could come out of it. Like, say I wake up from the surgery and they're like, you're paralyzed. And I go, oh, no. But then I would go, kind of saw that one coming. You know what I mean? Because based off, I'd go, of course I'm paralyzed. Look who I just trusted with my spine. No, no, don't even say that. If you're getting paralyzed vibes from the doctor, like someone who could leave you with legs that don't work, maybe see it, get a different doctor. But also, I have this other vibe about me where I'm like, I love underdogs. So I go to myself, I go, this guy, maybe I'm just counting him out. Maybe he's the best surgeon ever. And I'm just like aesthetically counting him out. Like, what bells and whistles do I really need? What if the surgery, I come out and it's like, people are like, what a masterpiece. Look at this. You don't, you don't even have a scar. I mean, that's true. He doesn't have anything in the office that he doesn't need. Imagine going to a doctor's office and it's full of shit, like stuffed animals and trinkets and awards. There was some weird religious stuff on the walls, but that's, you know, Muslim shit. Yeah, so whatever. I don't mind that. Um, Were there any awards? Well, that's the thing. I started looking at the certificates, and to have a certificate or whatever it takes to practice medicine in both the United States and Canada, that's a big deal from what I understand. Like you have to be pretty accomplished or diligent or skilled or what have you yeah, to be able to practice medicine in both Canada and America. Okay, so he has that going. And the middle, and wherever, the Middle East, Egypt, or wherever the hell he's from. But uh, we do have a, a, an email here about a shitty doctor because I've been lamenting in this doctor situation. This comes to us from Austin Burgeon. Now listen to this tale. He wrote, uh, I had a pea-sized lump in my ear last year. I Googled it, and everything was either cancer or some other form of guaranteed death, so I scheduled an appointment with a doctor. He takes one look in my ear and says, that doesn't look good. Uh, He then tells me (laughs) he's going to look it up in his system. (laughs) He's going to look it up in his system. He then (laughs) proceeds to Google lump in ear right in front of me. Tells me it could be cancer and go to the dermatologist. I was charged $150 copay for him to Google and refer me to a dermatologist. There's the doctor Googling. Let me check our system. (laughs) (laughs) Google.com. I would tell him to go fuck off with that copay. I almost told this doctor, because he was like, it's a 70, but he did assess things and he gave me a very detailed, now by the way, he gave me a very detailed description of what the surgery would entail. I like that. But he drew it on a post-it note. And then he goes, you can keep this. <laughs> like, thanks. Do you have it? I, I don't have it did. with me. I wish I brought it. <laughs> I wish I brought it. He drew you a diagram. That's a plus for me. Well, he he just goes, this is what it's going to be. This is, And then he told me, like, this is what the after is going to be all about. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, you might not get in for a couple of months because of COVID and the backed up surgeries and all that shit. And I'm like... How long am I going to be dealing with this fucking thing? But that's why Dr. Drew was like, got to get it taken care of quickly. I don't think it would have been taken care of quickly, even if I got on the good foot and did the bad thing quite earlier. Why is it so hard to get into the fucking doctor's office, even with health insurance? I don't understand. I do not know, my dear. It, that, it, it's twisted. 
gets might, very twisted. I want to know whether or not I have a yeast infection. How am I supposed to wait two weeks? Well, I think you can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Touché>. one example. <laughs> That's one example. I think we can uh, come, come to right a away. proper conclusion. Yeah. But I wanted to bring up a few sports things with you because of the fact that it bleeds into pop culture today. So let's get yes. right into it, shall we? Beep, 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 Just when you think it's over, it's not. But the first gentleman uh, that we have to bring up, and I know he's a favorite of everybody, it's Mr. O.J. Simpson. There he is right there. And now, O.J., we've talked about it on this program last week, the old slapperoo that everyone was talking about. Have you given your opinions on it? I just recorded a podcast where I gave my opinions on it. But yes, I do. I I have a hot take. Oh, okay. Well, let's. <laughs> do you want to share it before or after OJ's? Because I feel like OJ's going to just deter us all from. He's going to make us think about this completely different. I want to hear OJ's take first. All right, let's hear it. Hey, to the world is yours truly. I just had to run to a quiet spot. I'm here on that other coast. Oh, I pause it. Think it's spring. Someone safety check that blonde lady he just showed. <laughs> in the bikini there. She's a little too close to OJ. I feel like blonde white women can't get within 10 feet of OJ. There's like a restraining order, but... Yeah, 100%. But anyhow, let's see what he says about the big incident. Break was over, and I would come and get behind it, but evidently places like Delaware, University of Delaware and stuff, they do late spring break, and they chase me. <laughs> I, I finally got to a place that it's a little quiet. Now, I thought... The question I would be getting all day would be the question about the overtime rule of the NFL. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't totally agree with it because uh, I wish they would have done it like they do college, where both teams get the ball from like the 30-yard in and go in. But anything is better than what happened last year. To not see Josh Allen have an opportunity Agreed, uh, juice. to keep that game going. Agreed, juice. It hurt me. But the question I've been getting is Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yes. Hey, look, it was unfortunate. I, I, I think Will was wrong. Uh, look, I understood the feeling. Now, I've been through a lot of crap, and I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine. And don't think I wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys, but you got to accept it's it's humor. And I didn't even think that was all that egregious. I thought it was a semi-unfunny joke, but Can you pause I... I Lots to unpack there. First of all, he's like, kind of, I felt some rage like that in my day where uh, maybe I got, maybe the juice got a little violent. But he was feeling a little rageful too. This is amazing. And I always think about OJ doing like the dancing Edos and shit like that. I've been in a room with Jay Leno. Mm -hmm. I would like to get Juice and Jay Leno. If you got them in a room together. What do you think would happen? Jay Leno would get slapped like a bitch by OJ. And that's who he's talking about. Guarantees like every comedian in the country had an OJ routine. OJ watching Jay Leno every night was the, probably the bane of his existence. I wish he would have outed him by name, but that is like the. And then of course there's Norm Macdonald, who had so many OJ jokes. Well, he got 
notoriously fired from Saturday Night yeah. Live. So I wonder if he even thinks about him. And then in, in Juice's mind, he's like, well, he got his uh, <laughs> in the long run. Juice is still alive. <laughs> Norm McDonald got cancer. But I wonder what, I, I wish he would give some names. Like which one's really stuck in OJ's craw? Those would be the two that I, if, if I were to guess. It's got to be Norm for sure. Norm and Jay Leno, I would assume, are top of mind. But I bet he has a few, you know, he'd catch here and there that he probably like remembers that none of us would he'll he'll like pull up a name where you're like oh yeah that guy and then he'll be like that one really fucking stuck with me (laughs) totally i want to give him a fucking slap it's like some like middle act in kentucky (laughs) yeah yeah. it's a guy who had like one late night spot and oj's like remember and everyone's like no one remembers that guy oj and he's like i want to smack the shit out of him but let's see what else he says eh? but i i i don't know i don't get it i know this after what happened to me in las vegas if I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me life without. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> He's right about that. He's like, if that were me slapping the shit out of someone, I would be put under the jail. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, I also like how he kind of says the G.I. Jane joke. Well, he It wasn't his favorite. All of a sudden, he's getting like... He's criticizing the the material too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I think he meant more like the fact that it was innocuous. Yeah, totally. But what's what was your hot take? My hot take is I kind of like Chris Rock. The way that he took the punch was kind of hot to me. Oh. Because he just was like so composed, and the fact that he didn't press charges, and and he could have made it a lot worse. I mean, you know, there's some again if it was somebody else that got slapped in the face, sure. it would be. So fucking dramatic. Yes. If someone slapped me in the face, I would burn that academy to the ground, honey. Oh, yeah. No. If Will Smith <laughs> slapped me in the face, I would throw it. Because it's Will Smith, too. Like, I think I would throw hands. Throw. <laughs> I'd be afraid to throw hands at Will Smith. I, not Will Smith. Will Smith does not frighten me. But if I had my rings on... I'd hit back. <laughs> uh, well, if now if you if if it literally was you and he came up and slapped you and you were a woman, would the crowd still react as nonchalantly as they did? Do you think the crowd reacted nonchalantly? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Ten minutes was, later, they were like, <laughs> same people. It's fucked up. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Imagine. And the feeling of humiliation of getting slapped across the face and then not wanting to press charges. That makes Chris Rock hot to me. Yeah, but like that's the thing. If it was <laughs> just a ra- rando guy that did it, mm-hmm. first of all, he would never have made it to Chris Rock. He would have been tackled by security. Everyone thought Will Smith was like going to make a gag or whatever. And then he slapped him. If it was, again, a rando that made it to the stage and slapped him, Chris Rock would have pressed charges. It's because it was Will Smith. That is literally the only reason... Nothing of consequence happened other than he resigned from the Academy. But if it was a woman who was telling the joke and Will Smith went up there and he was all like, idiot woman, and slapped you, slapped you in the face. <laughs> yeah. It would have been, I would have liked to see how Hollywood would have reacted to that because it should be reacted to in a completely different way. Do you think? Yeah. The, wait, you think that the Chris Rock slap should have been reacted to in a different way? Well, I think it could have been and it should have been, but totally. I also think if it was a woman and they acted the way that they did when it was Chris Rock, it would have looked even more gross than it already is. Totally. But that's what's fucked up. 
is that if it was a woman, it'd seem more fucked up, but we should be giving it. It is fucked up. Right, 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 right. It's fucked up to slap someone in the face. It's like the first rule you learn in kindergarten. And then 10 minutes later, be like, I'm a vessel of love. (laughs) And crying and shit. But the Will Smith uh, slap is having ramifications in other parts of the world uh, all over the place. As a matter of fact, baseball is about to begin this week. Opening day is Thursday. I'm so excited. And spring training has been going on. Now, there are two active Major League Baseball players with the name Will Smith. Did you know that? Uh, One is a white man who plays catcher for the Dodgers. And upon being, uh, well, he was walking out to the plate last week. He was walking out and he was booed. Just because his name is Will <laughs> yeah, Smith. People are like coming to the, like the the PA announcer's like coming to the plate catcher and number I think he's sixteen number sixteen Will Smith and everyone's like boo. No. <laughs> this response from the audience is suspected to have something to do with the actor Will Smith based on his actions at the Oscars on Sunday in L.A. Smith hit comedian Chris Rock. We all know that. For the fans at the Dodgers Rangers spring training game on Thursday, it appeared they were Team Chris Rock based on the loud booze they gave the player with the same name as the actor who hit Chris Rock. Although it's unknown why fans at Surprise Stadium decided to boo the catcher, people only speculate that it has something to do with the name matching the actor. I'm very curious because it was always like, you know, when he'd hit a home run, they would play like Big Willie style or something. They're like, na 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 I wonder if we're going to like start not canceling Will Smith, but people are just like, it leaves a, that's why everyone who says it was fake Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? who benefits from this happening? Chris Rock's benefiting, but also he's not because now everyone's buying tickets waiting for like this half hour about this incident. It's like, let the guy have a week to write some fucking jokes about it, for Christ's sake. You know, I they're know. filming his sets and shit. And then meanwhile, Will Smith is like, his reputation is torn down to the studs right now. He has no, he has saved no face in any of this. And if anything, the Academy looks like dipshits too because they're, they just sat on their thumbs the whole fucking and time. And awarded him. Yeah, exactly. I so mean, I don't know why, what what benefit anybody has from it being fake. No one's been able to, anybody who said it in, whether it be the comment section of last week's episode or uh, DM'd me or whatever, no one has given a reason why that would happen. Totally. I mean, uh, my algorithm's so different than your algorithm that one of the things that came up on my feed was, Zendaya's crop tops stole the Oscars. <laughs> and I was like, is that what stole the Oscars? Or <laughs> Well, they're trying to just do their... People are trying to get on with their lives. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anyone remembers Zendaya's crop top versus the slap. Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by the fine folks at ExpressVPN. And uh, man, oh man, you use your phone for just about everything these days whether it be buying groceries or banking or anything. And the scary part is is that your phone carrier is collecting data on you the entire time, whatever it is that you're doing. Hell, Verizon's even admitted to doing this, and they say it's so that they can better understand your interests. But really, all they want to do is sell your activity to advertisers. Uh, Stuff like the sites you've visited and what you've been up to online. And the more they can get on you, the larger their paycheck becomes, you see. And ExpressVPN's like, hey, that's not good. We don't want you making money off people's people's data like that. And that's why I use ExpressVPN, because they protect my phone and they protect my data. Not only that, baseball season is coming, and I want to watch Dodgers games here in market and Angels games. And ExpressVPN, they've helped me do that as well. Uh, but 
ExpressVPN, if you don't know, it's an app that prevents your phone carrier from being able to see the sites you visit and sell it off to third parties. All it takes is a one tap of a button and all your network data gets encrypted and rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers for ultimate privacy. Not only does it shield your web browsing, ExpressVPN protects all your network data so you can stay private even when you're using your favorite apps. Uh, When your phone carrier tracks you, That's a gross invasion of privacy. You can either keep letting it happen and keep letting them cash in on you, or you can visit expressvpn.com slash Josh to get the same VPN I use and take back your online privacy today. Use my link and you can get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Josh, expressvpn.com slash Josh. Today's Josh Potter Show is brought to us by HelloFresh. And you know what's awesome about HelloFresh is not only am I getting pre-portioned ingredients and killer recipes that I never would have thought of on my own delivered right to my door, but I also am getting farm-fresh ingredients. That's right, farm-fresh seasonal produce and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they always arrive fresh all without a trip to the grocery store or that farmer's market. You don't want to see any of these ding-dongs at the farmer's market, right? I I certainly don't. And it's all about convenience. That's what I love about HelloFresh. It makes everything convenient, and it still makes me feel like a productive person because I conjure up a meal with the ingredients that they send my way. And you can do the same right now, my friend. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash JoshPotter16 and use code JoshPotter16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, HelloFresh.com slash JoshPotter16. Use code JoshPotter16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Uh, America's number one meal kit, it's HelloFresh. Now, uh, are you familiar with the fact that being gay in the Middle East is frowned upon? I am. I've heard this before. Have you heard it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, what's wild is FIFA is holding the World Cup in Qatar. You okay. know that is Q-A-T-A-R. Am I saying that properly, Kirsten, you think? Qatar? I think it's guitar. guitar. Okay, guitar. It's like guitar, but guitar. <laughs> All right. Well, evidently... Uh, people are talking about, you know, because all the leagues, you know, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, they all have like pride angles to them now, you know, like pride acknowledgments. Like the NHL, I know, does like uh, pride games where like they wear like warm ups where they're all rainbow and shit like that. Okay. So they're talking about the World Cup and the fact that uh, people want to go to the World Cup from all over the world to support their country's soccer team. It's a huge event. And gay people would like to go and have rainbow flags. Yeah. As they do. Yep. So people who, uh, you know, the people who run the World Cup, they were saying, rainbow flags allowed. Bring them on in to Qatar, the Middle East. Oh, shit. Okay. And Qatar is trying to be welcoming, but also they're kind of like, we don't like gay people. So they're saying, listen, we're going to, if you come with a rainbow flag, it's fine, but we're going to take them. No. Yeah, but it's for your own protection. If you come with a rainbow flag, it's like, does it really fucking matter if we're just athletes? Like, if I'm gay, if I suck dick, does it matter if I'm hitting the ball out of the park, honey? Does it matter? <laughs> well, it's World Cup. They don't want to oh, hit it out World of the park. That's... Uh, 
Probably, goal. Yeah, I got to get it in the in the net. In the net, penalty kick, corner kick. There you go. You know soccer. I know soccer. I used to play it. I used, used to have to a dunkaroo or two. I heard your podcast. Yep. But no, the whole thing though is that their angle is like we're doing it to protect you. We're gonna take away the rainbow flags because we don't. We're cool with it. But there's probably some people living in Qatar that aren't cool with it, and we don't want them targeting you. You can get targeted for being gay. Oh yes, that in the seems... in the Middle East, they murder you for being gay. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's like there's over there. <sighs> That's... Oh, oh, murder <laughs> for being gay. Major General. Abdul Aziz Abdullah Al Ansari insisted that LBGTQ com- uh, couples would be welcome and accepted in Qatar for uh, the November 21st through December 18th FIFA showpiece, despite same sex relations remaining criminalized in the conservative Gulf nation. Uh, but the general is against the overt promotion of the LBGT. They mix up all the letters here, by the way. Isn't it LBGTQT? Whatever. Th- this one is LGBTQ. It's so many consonants, my brain is going to fucking explode. I don't want to get it wrong. Cause th- I guess lesbian, be gay, bi, I guess that would be the, you got to get lesbian, gay, and then bi is like the two of those combined, and then the T is after that, then the Q. They really, like, do you think the T's are trying to be like, we're, it should be T-L-G-B-T-B-B, you know what I mean? It would make sense if they did it alphabetically, so they started it with B. That's, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I Hey, God bless the lesbians for getting out front of this whole thing <laughs> and uh, being at the top of it. But uh, he, he is against the overt promotion of those freedoms as symbolized by the rainbow flag that FIFA and World Cup organizers had previously said would be welcome across Cater's, or Qatar's eight stadiums. Uh, if he, a fan, raised the rainbow flag and I took it from him, it's not because I really want to. <laughs> really it's because uh or he goes i don't want to really insult him but i'm doing it to protect him the general said because if it's not me somebody else around him might attack him i cannot guarantee the behavior of the whole people and i will tell him please no need to really raise that flag at this point I just have, like, this image of this guy just hanging out with a bunch of rainbow flags at home, getting his dicks off. Well, that's the thing about, <laughs> that's the thing when you suppress in these in these Middle Eastern countries, when you suppress homosexuality like that, it often breeds worse things. Yeah, people are like, dude, if I want to do gay stuff, let me do gay stuff. What difference does it make to you how I come? But this I guy, they're with? saying, oh, no, we're cool with all that. But not everyone might be, and I can't, I can't, uh, you know. But if I'm gay? I can't speak on everyone in the population. They might come along and beat the shit out of you. That's why I'm taking your rainbow flag, because I don't want you to get the shit beat out of you by some loon. That's what he's saying. Yeah, but, like, if I'm gay, I'm like, I'll watch the game at home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. (laughs) That's another thing. Like You know? I'm a Bills fan, and... If they told me I'm not allowed to bring Your straight or flag. wear Bill's flag, Bill's stuff into the Patriot Stadium because I'll get the shit kicked out of me, I would be like, bring it on. But also, I would understand. I'd be like, oh, thank you. You're looking out for me. So that's kind of what this guy's doing. I kind of understand what he's saying, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm glad he's given them a warning. But if you're going over there and you're like going to start 
if you were going to go over there as a gay man or, or a lesbian or any of the letters, if you're going over to Qatar, yeah, I would go there and I would just be like, let's not, uh, you know, I'm proud to be gay, but I'm not that proud. <laughs> you know yeah, I'm not I mean? willing I need to, to like, die for exactly. it. Exactly. Well, it's like maybe I am willing to die for it, but it's like not for a soccer game. You know what I mean? Like, And it's also like, dude, just be at home with your rainbow flags. Also, why do we have to have something as prominent as the World Cup in like an, such a fucking archaic nation? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why do we have to go to Qatar? How much money are we did, they get, did the Saudis <laughs> give you or whomever the people are that uh, whatever – Gulf nation how much money did they give it's not saving it's they paid to have the world cup there do you know what i mean that's nuts you want to demonstrate your view about the lbgtq t situation demonstrated in a society where it will be be accepted well we realize that this man got the ticket comes here to watch the game not to demonstrate a political act or something which is in his mind. Watch the game, that's good, but don't really come in and insult the whole society. Well, now he's changing his tune. This doesn't seem like a protective... (laughs) Now it seems like he doesn't like gay people. (laughs) He says, don't come in with your rainbow flag and insult our society. Keep your gay shit out of cater, all right? That's basically what he said. (laughs) Cater. I'm not going to cater, I'll tell you that. The general said he was not telling LBG... TQ fans to stay away from Qatar or warning them of facing prosecution. He said, reserve the room together, sleep together. This is something that's not in our concern. We are here to manage the tournament. Let's not go beyond the individual personal things which might be happening between these people. (laughs) This is actually the concept. He's like, you want a butt fuck? Butt fuck away. But do it in your fucking room (laughs) and don't tell me about it because I don't want to hear anything about it. And stop... Gabbing about it out in public and cater, all right? You want to fuck with your strap on? You do that in the privacy of your hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Here we cannot change the laws. You cannot change the religion for 28 days for the World Cup. Wild. I am risking a minority view against a majority, he said. We have to be close to the problem before it erupts and gets out of control. If somebody attacks you, then I have to get involved, and it will be too late. Wild. Just a wild, like... It's it is interesting to see these like archaic religions have to deal with this type of stuff though. This guy's like, you want to butt fuck, butt fuck, but you <laughs> better not talk about it in the streets because people will butt fuck you in a different way. Okay, <gasps> it that's so fucked up, dude. It is absolutely wild. And the more the more someone says don't do it, the more people want to do it. You know how many people are probably butt fucking in Qatar? Oh, secretly. Let me tell you. They get greasy in Qatar, all right? <laughs> it's buttfuck city, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know some Middle Eastern repressed gay people. They fucking, it, they go off when they have a couple of these too, you know? They're not allowed to drink either in the Muslim, Muslim religion. Yeah. And then when they do, it's buttfuck central. <laughs> oh, man. Buttfuck central, dude. But now let's get to a, a gentleman. This will interest you. All right. This is a fun video. You don't know who DK Metcalf is, I'm sure. No, Metcalf sounds familiar. DK Metcalf is a wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe not for much longer. There is rumor that he might want out. There's talk of him going to the New York Jets, things of that. First, before we play the video. Good looking man, DK that's, Metcalf. That's actually Kevin Garnett. This, oh. is DK, <laughs> this is DK Metcalf. Also, probably also, also a good looking good, man. Very good looking. He's ripped. 
jacked. He's a man of God, too. I see he has a cross on his neck in the last pick. He is, DK Metcalf is, like, notoriously jacked. When he was coming out of the draft, I mean, I wanted the Bills to draft him so bad. I'm like, look at this fucking guy, and he's fast and strong, and you're like, oh, my Lord. He's a he's, As a wide receiver, you're like, Jesus Christ. So He fucks. Oh, yeah. He's, you can just tell. I mean, <laughs> he stay fucking based on his body alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking quite <laughs> everything. Often. So Kev, uh, Kevin Garnett had him on his podcast and he asked him about what his nutrition was all about. Because having a body like that, you would expect this is a man of strict diets and salmon, protein, lean meats. Exactly. Well, let's hear what he had to say. Talk about how important nutrition is. Nutrition's huge. I'm, I'm, I'm probably the worst person to ask that. <laughs> God, uh, are you eating, pop, you eating Popeyes, churches? Nah, see. You I, from the city, too. I know you be eating coon soup. Yeah, that's I'd some be shit. A, I'm a candy type person. Oh, um, what? I eat one meal a day, drink one coffee, and eat like three, four bags of candy. Man, define bags of candy. Pause man. for a second. <laughs> Jelly. Kevin Garnett is so pissed in this, by the way. He's judging him so hard. You can see it. He was speechless. He's like, man. <laughs> he was like, what do you fucking do? He was expecting to like have this like highfalutin talk about nutrition with Quinoa. DK Metcalf. And he's like, now he's like, now you eating Popeyes. He's already like, by the way, does he say coon soup in there, Kirsten? What is that? Can we Google that? Is that just like you cook a raccoon and you make a soup? Please don't be racist. Please don't be racist. He was like, you're from the South, and I know all them. The uh, inner city blacks. They're having coon soup <laughs> down there. It's not showing anything for soup, but it is showing a recipe for maple bourbon glazed grilled raccoon. Well, I know people eat raccoons. Okay. Uh, ew. Why is it Ew. It's a it's a rodent. It's no different than a rabbit or its face. It looks like it should be stuffed and like on a little kid's bed. It doesn't look like it should be a snack. That's how I feel like every animal though that has a face. Don't you think? I don't know. I'm becoming sensitive. Yeah, you're going to go veggie. No, not been... that not that sensitive, Josh. <laughs> I mean, I I Are toy you... with the idea when I'm on mushrooms. I'm like, I, maybe uh... I better scale back the meats, honey. I stop. Well, I, I go like whole days without eating meat. And it's not out of anything other than like it's been lately making me feel shitty. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to digest a big hunk of meat. When I go on the road, I'll go to steakhouses like crazy though. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, I think that's what does it. And then I'm like, maybe I'll just have like a black bean burger. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you rewind it? Does he actually say coon soup? Like, is that a maybe someone in the culture can email me Josh Potter Show at gmail dot com, which I forgot to <laughs> which I forgot to plug at the top again because I'm a fucking TikTok. But um. Yeah, let me hear what he says here. Nah, see, you from I, the city, still too. I know you be eating coon soup. Yeah, that's I'd some be shit. A, I'm a candy type. Did I did I hear a, a bad word there? And I fucking. <laughs> uh, well, let's hear about his candy. Uh, okay. I want to hear about it. Well, this because I hate candy. Maybe I got to start eating some. I'm First, like three oh, to four bags of candy. What? I eat one meal a day, drink one coffee, and eat like three, four bags of candy. Man, define bags so of candy, man. Of right there. Jelly like beans. A, nah, see, I'm a gummy, gummy, gummy type of guy. So you get, 
your lifesavers. Come on, man, stop, stop, man. Come on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, man. So you finna go through a structure, a bag of candy, you about to go through the whole, okay, let's hear this, let's hear so, this. So, all right, I'm just taking you through yesterday. So yesterday I woke up, worked out, worked out again, came home, showered. I'm hungry, run to Starbucks, get a quick coffee. That's gonna hold me till like four, five o'clock. This 12, okay. so it's gonna hold me for like four hours. Dang it. Around 4.30, I order some candy no. and a water. So I got, what did I get yesterday? Got the Skittles gummies. Then I got uh, the Lifesaver Creations. They the same size bag, so I just mix them. So it's safe to say we're gonna see a DK gummy at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, y'all heard it. Um, Another certified moment. Certified moment, moment. Hey. <laughs> Get the gummy, get the candy, get the water, eat that. That's gonna hold me to like eight o'clock where I'm having dinner, eight, nine. And then I eat dinner, go to sleep. That's an everyday thing. That's a That's Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, Monday through Monday. You know, not you eating candy like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a candy eater. Yeah. But can we see? Can you Google real quick, Kirsten? How old is DK Metcalf? Because this could be something that's gonna catch up with him in ways that we can't even quantify at the moment. Twenty-four. Yeah, he's twenty-four. I, when I was 24, I could have like seven burritos and then just be the same skinny guy. Not Do you me. know what I mean? Not me. I've never been able to eat six bags of candy or whatever and just be skinny. But that's the thing. It's it's like it's a dude metabolism, meta- especially when you're athletic like that. It's like a metabolism thing that's going to stop. Also, I eat more in a day than him, which is concerning. He literally <laughs> has so one meal a day and that's it. <laughs> and yeah, no, one coffee. What... I have like three coffees and at least two meals a day. Well, that's the thing. I have like, you know, a bunch of these. Oh, these these are a fucking good time. Yeah. Red Bull sponsor. Well, yeah, I would please, I would love that. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I have a bunch of these, and then I also eat once a day, mm-hmm. and it's very similar to what he said, where it's like eight or nine at night or something like that. Or usually, sometimes it's later for me because of shows. But my day is. People think I eat late, but it's not really that late because, like, I wake up at fucking 2 o'clock in the afternoon and then I do a show. It's like, no, I'm eating after work like you do. Yeah, but I do feel sluggish when I eat late, but I can't eat before shows because then I feel sluggish and I feel like my performance. Exactly. I like being hungry when I perform. Yeah. You know, my friend, his dad used to always coach for a soccer game, said, if you perform hungry, you play hungry. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to play hungry. But to that to that same uh, thing where I'm mentioning how young he is, I remember being like on the high school soccer team, and one of the kids that like was one of our best players, he would eat like a chicken finger sub and then run all game. And I would be like, oh, my, how are you not puking? A chicken finger sub sounds bomb as hell. Yeah, you never had one? No. Oh, it's such a buffalo thing. I forget that it's not common elsewhere. And I don't know why. I mean, everywhere has chicken fingers and sub rolls, like just put them together. But it's a uh, chicken finger sub. It's a big buffalo staple. Dude, I remember when I did track, the soccer coach or the track coach said to me, and I only did it because it was at the all boys school and I was trying to see dick. <laughs> um, I went in full Flopping. makeup to track. And after, <laughs> after my run, I ate a Twix. And the coach said, you violated me by throwing away your workout and having a Twix. Ew, fucking coaches. Some... You're a high school track coach, bitch. I'm only here for dick. Yeah, you should have said that. <laughs> I'm here for Twix and dick, and I'm all out of Twix. 
throw the rapper in her face. <laughs> well, uh, next up, we have yeah. Tom Brady, who I've discussed my back and forth on how I feel about the man. I'm going to side with Tom Brady on this next uh, little story. There's a photo of him going viral where people are like, whoa, looking a little rough. And now to say the guy, like, this is what I wanted to point out. The people that are writing it. Now, the guy in this photo, look on the top left corner there, the, the man who tweeted it. Disgusting. Poor, well, no. Okay. So Sorry. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but this poor man, I think he realizes what he looks like because he doesn't say anything negative about Tom Brady. He just posted the photo. So he is much of the ire is getting pointed okay. to him. All he did was say, Tom Brady is here for today's Bucks presser. Now, if we scroll down to the replies, uh, many people going like, oof, looking, looking rough or whatever. This poor guy just goes, I guess the lighting's not flattering. You know what I'm saying? But the people in all of the tweets that shit on Tom Brady for what he looks like, have no profile pictures. They're all like profile pictures of like memes or fake things. You know what I'm saying? They're all fake photos. Yeah, because. Yeah, like this, like, is that the guy? Because if that's your face, pal, looking rough too. Like, who are you to judge what another person looks like? I mean, this is what it's like being a woman in comedy. They're like, oh, had a little too many taquitos last week, huh? Lay off, sister. Like, stuff like that. And then they're fatter than you by a mile. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like people on Twitter need to just stop. And I don't even I hate defending the man. But the fact that he's 45 years old and he's playing at the top of his game and he's coming back is something. I mean, he can have a few rough edges on his face. Look up George Blanda for me. Uh, And and let's compare because George Blanda, I think he retired from the NFL when he was 44. And the man looked like he was like 60. Like, look at these pictures. That's what he looked like when he was like, and I think he's, he's 43 in that one. Go back to that picture. He's 43 in that picture. What's going on there? Well, it's just another time. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady has a lot of money to look much better. There's no Botox back then. Do you know what I mean? Look at that picture. What there, how old does it say he's in that picture? Does it say? It just says 40 and over club. Oh my, look at, he looks like he's fucking a grandpa and he's probably like (laughs) 45 there or something. Not even, he's probably 44. Dude, it's fucked up. Looking at people that were young from a long time ago, like the the movie Grease, those people don't look like high schoolers. Well, they're not. They're I mean, it's the same as like Euphoria, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. How about that chick, by the way, Sydney Sweeney? I was gonna say I'm gonna do this story another time, but I want to bring it up with you, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. Did you see that story about her grandparents? No. Well, they watch Euphoria all together, evidently. Oh fuck. And. They asked, you know, isn't it weird watching sex scenes with your family? And she was like, no, my grandparents, she said this on Ellen. She was like, my grandma said I have the best tits in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, she kind of does, though. No, she definitely. She definitely has the best tits in Hollywood. No, she's doing great. She's but di- I mean, I saw them. I was like, damn. Now, those are tits. Now, if you had those tits, would you be like, of course, grandma. Duh, I have the best tits in Hollywood. Is it like so universal that you can go with your grandma saying that or would you be like grandma what the fuck it is it's weird i mean i think i'd feel proud if my grandma respected my tits okay but i think it's weird that your family's talking about your tits yeah i don't want them seeing my if like if i had a hog on me a hog (laughs) which which i do duh. but (laughs) I, i don't know if i want my like 
grandma being like, he's got a great piece, you know? Yeah, no. I don't think I'd want that, despite the fact that I'd, I'd be like, well, she's right, but, you know, I don't want her knowing. She said she she said on Ellen she had her grandma said that she had the best hits in Hollywood. Uh huh. Weird, right? I wish she didn't say that. It makes her unlikable. I want I want you to know that your tits are good, but I don't need you talking about it on Ellen, bitch. Yeah. Be uh, humble. No, I'm just that's kidding. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's like calm down. We get it. Yeah, like that's the thing. We can all see the tits and how great they are. We don't need to hear your grandma's compliments of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Like, you can't unsee those tits once you've seen them. Can we pull up Sydney Sweeney's tits? <laughs> Literally makes the show. I don't want, I don't need to see, I haven't, you I'm know I'm not what? even gay and you, I'm like, best tits I've ever seen. Can I tell you the truth? What? I have never watched the show, so I haven't seen them, like, full on. Oh, you gotta watch the show. You can see full, full. I know, and that's, I don't want to. That's, there's no She's... girl in the history of high school that's ever had tits like that. And that's what—that's where I get thrown out of it. The truth behind it, their verisimilitude is gone when I see those tits pretending that they're in uh, fucking 11th grade or whatever. But you know that there's always one bitch with big tits. And- not like that. I'm afraid not like that. <laughs> there is, you're right. And you know what? That is interesting. Maybe it's just my perception of time. Because there was a girl in 8th grade when I was in 8th grade that just had enormous tits. Knockers. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh my lord!" And maybe they were. And looking back, you would you were like, "There's never going. I'm never going to see a pair of tits this wonderful ever again." So that's interesting. Well, then Sydney Sweeney comes around, and she's like, "Oh." Do you think the casting people were like? And then we have tits over here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, this girl, really great actress, but tits. I think it's like the combination tits and acting. Okay, it's the ultimate. She it's has like an extra threat. five points because she has, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know when people say triple threat? <laughs> yeah. I'm a triple threat. I can sing, act, and dance. It's like, bitch. She's a triple D threat. She is. She's an XXX threat. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to a couple of news stories before we wrap things up, shall we? <laughs> and really, I just have this fun one. Okay. And it comes to us from a Roach reporter, Christopher Lytle, who sent it into joshpottershow at gmail.com. Send in all your reports there, please. And if you have any music you want to send in, like Little Memory Card did today, please to be sending those in. But I do want more of your reports because they've been so wonderful lately. I have stacks and stacks I've been going through, but keep them coming, please. Uh, this headline reads, a cop car was used for OnlyFans production. I love that. I was like, I just want to get pounded in the cop car for OnlyFans. Have you ever <laughs> done, uh, filmed a sex Yeah. Things? A, f- a sex thing, yeah. When I was in my early 20s, I was in an, an indie. You an were indie, in an indie porno? No, not a porno. An indie movie where I, it wasn't like sex, but like I had to like make out and be in bed with someone in a scene. Well, that's different. That's like a oh, yeah, film. No. Yeah, no, I haven't done porn. You've never filmed? Yeah, but not even privately? Oh, have I privately filmed? Yeah, oh, for I sure. See. Like with another person? With another I'm... person, and every day I'm like, I hope that never comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's becoming more, with the phones, it's becoming more of a thing. Like, I've been <clears throat> in the act of sex, and then the girl will just whip out the phone, no. and I'm like, wait, what are we doing? No. I mean, I don't mind, but I mean, what are we doing? You know? Yeah, it's different. Like, if a guy just whipped out a phone while we were having sex... 
now? Well, that's it's different dynamic when the guy does it, I would imagine, than when the girl does it. Yeah, totally. You know? But also the girl doing it's a little weird too. I'm like, are you going to reference this later? I don't know. I'm like, I if I saw a sex tape of me at the wrong angle, that could make or break my year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, yeah. At the wrong angle. <laughs> yeah. At the wrong angle. Yeah, the wrong wrong angle. That's I'm hilarious. like, dude, what's going on over there by my ass cheek? Like, well, is that now what it's I all, look like? Now it's all hand it's all POV handheld type shit because nobody's like setting the phone up on a tripod, tripod and being like kiku kik and then being like, Sarah, come on in. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I want the tripod. If I'm fucking you want on the tripod. camera, I want tripod, I want lighting, I want hair, I want makeup, okay? Otherwise, it's not happening, honey. <laughs> no sex tape from me. It's wild. I'm in a, f- I'm in a couple OnlyFans videos. You are? But not me. It's just my penis. Wow. And they use it for various whatevers. And somebody asked me, they go, what if that got out there? You'd love it. I was like, <laughs> it would only help my brand. <laughs> There's nothing, there is nothing Wrong. that would be shameful to me about that getting out. Like, I wouldn't lose any work. You know what I mean? I am so outside of show business that it would only help me, I feel like. <laughs> well, look like fucking Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but it, I'm not even saying to that level. It's like. Well, what if it did? What like, if your dick made it to Kim, made you Kim Kardashian level famous? I think it would just add to things like it would be like, oh, look at Josh's dick was inside that girl. Holy shit. <laughs> and it would make me kind of go like people would be like tip of the cap, cowboy, that <laughs> kind of thing. Tip of the cap, cowboy. Because <laughs> yeah, I was I forget who was at. I mean, I was telling somebody I think it was Tom this past weekend. I was with him. He was like, what if that gets out there, though? And I go, good. What are you talking You're about? Like, That's why I did it. <laughs> let, let them you, if they get some more subscribers and it gets me. Uh, Do you get paid? Or no, you just do it I do it for the love, love of the, the game. game. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fun. But in this case, a cop car was used. A Florida couple was charged for having oral sex in the back of a police car last week. Florida Highway Patrol troopers stopped Jordan Noah, 24, for allegedly driving his black BMW on a suspended license. They offered to give him and his passenger, Summer Joy Watkins, 24, a ride to the gas station since the car was being towed. I know that whole thing there because I've had my license suspended before. Shit, she looks like she was Ooh, blowing him. That's exciting. She's got huge DSLs. <laughs> I mean... And he looks like he's got something huge too, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, she's rough, dude. Well, I'm I mean, sorry. that's a mugshot. They offered, I mean, it's not like she was, but here, let's see what, let's see the, uh, I mean, because like, here's the thing. She's got a lot of makeup on. If I was in that position of this gentleman Yeah. I don't know if I'm like able to get an erection after getting arrested, but after they were put in the back of the squad car, cops said that she, uh, she said, because they have, by the way, they have cameras already in the squad cars, like dash cams pointed inward and stuff like that in case you get crazy or whatever. Baby, we should record an OnlyFans video back here, she no. said, according to the one <laughs> by the smoking gun. Watkins then allegedly asked the cop, what if I suck his dick back here? And then the trooper said, I told her she could not do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. That's what he wrote in the report. But she later asked again, according to the New York Post, after again saying no, the officer left them alone in the back of the car for a few minutes and they went through with it. So, like, I wonder if this cop was like, don't you do it. And then, like, walked away. 
Well, she's probably like based on the mugshot. Um, she's giving fucked up vibes to me. No, yeah, she's scary. She she is fucked up. She looks like she could be on any number of substances. She's there to suck dick, and you know what? I respect it. She's trying to get that OnlyFans content. She's like, sees the police car. She goes, production value. Yes. She works hard. No, that's because that would be like a fifty. You could do a fifty dollars, <laughs> fifty bucks a rip on that if you put that up in the pay per view section. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so after again uh, saying no, the officer left them alone in the back of the car. Uh, Noah recorded the act on it of it on his phone, yelling, "Can y'all hear me? She's sucking." dick in the back of a state trooper <laughs> car right now the report said noah then made a video call and watkins bragged i just sucked his dick in the back of a police car the report claimed so they're really getting out of pocket with it they're telling everyone on video we are in a cop car <laughs> i love getting it. my dick sucked i kind of love it no i do like that energy it's like fuck the cops i would love to suck dick in the back of a cop car <laughs> the officer dropped off watkins before seeing the footage that was recorded on his in-vehicle camera that's the problem and what if they were like hey can we get that angle too we could edit it in you know we get a couple <laughs> different yeah we'll give you a cut you know he went straight back Producers. and arrested her <laughs> so he went after he found out the footage what did he i wonder what made him if he was like huh smells like someone jizzed back there I'm going to go to the footage. Like, what made him go to the footage after he told them no? He was like, I wonder if when I left them alone, they did what I told them not to do. I mean, if you come back and her hair looks like that, it looks like she just sucked (laughs) it. She looks fucking insane. Her Her makeup's all fucked up. He's like... Yeah, she's got, like, dark makeup on her eyes. Her hair's all... Yeah, it's... He's all of a sudden not making any sense, and he's asking questions like, so where where do you live again? He's like, huh? (laughs) I'm sorry. I just nutted everywhere. I can't think. So uh, he went straight back and arrested her. She was released on a $1,000 bond and is scheduled for arraignment on December 16th. He was arrested on several charges, including indecent exposure. He's free on bond until December 13th. That's That indecent exposure thing is so dumb. He was in a car. I know it was in a cop car, but... I felt... I honestly... I get it. You get what? The, the, I get, you get there... I get... I get want being like fuck the police. I want to get head right now. Well, I think they were. I think they <laughs> were trying to. to say. <laughs> they were probably like, well, this suspended license is going to cost some money. We have to get this car out of the impound. Uh, let's take these lemons and make lemonade, and we can easily get a scandalous sort of BJ video going on in the back of this cop car. And again, we could sell it at fifty bucks a rip on the OnlyFans. <laughs> this is going to be a big downloaded video, and uh, sure enough. Here we are, and they did it. I wonder if they still put up the footage. For sure. They have to have, right? I mean, after going through all that and getting arrested for it and everything like that. Yeah, it's behind a paywall. They're like, fuck the police. Right, they can't tell them not to do it once it's already been done, and they've gotten arrested for it, right? Right. So if it's out there, I'm going to do some research on my own on the uh, site known as OnlyFans, and we'll see if if it comes up. And go look for my dick out there in the world if you want. <laughs> See if you can find my dick. <laughs> but please, Sarah Weinchang, plug everything you'd like to plug once again. Uh, just a reminder that we're doing a 420 show at Nightcap. Josh is on the lineup. Sickler's on the lineup. Kim Congdon's on the lineup. Beth Stelling. It's a banger. It's at Nightcap at Burbank. Also, subscribe to my podcast, Shank. 
and this bitch podcast with kimberly congdon and i and you can follow me at princess shank on instagram and twitter for show dates as well and thank you so much for having me on oh anytime and i'm so excited for the big 420 show all of you la residents there's two shows and there's not that many tickets for either of them so go buy them asap other than that i will see you in indianapolis may 19th i will see you in uh philadelphia june 2nd and then san diego come july august we have chicago i've got some more cities that are going to trickle in in the meantime but those are the ones on sale for now at josh underscore potter on instagram at j underscore potter on twitter also josh potter show at gmail.com keep all of your roach reportings coming keep your music coming anything you want whether it just be saying hi anything send it on over to that email josh potter show at gmail.com i get a lot of people sending things through dms and i don't look at those it's overwhelming yeah so send them to the email please and also please to be subscribing to the patreon it's just five bucks a month you get a whole other podcast and a bunch of other treats and i'm hoping as we grow that we will have even more as time goes on here now baseball starting up some live streams things like that thank you so much for joining us here in the roach motel my name is josh potter and we will see you next tuesday on the josh potter show